Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a clear sky and 18 degrees. The wind chill is 2. The anticipated rematch between President Biden and former President Trump is a step closer. It's another one in the win column for former President Trump. The former president with a sizable victory over Nikki Haley in Tuesday's Michigan Republican primary. We're going to make America great again, greater than ever before. And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible. And I'm so proud of the results because they're far greater than anticipated. However, Haley not calling it quits yet. We had 14 people in the race. I defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. Next up, Super Tuesday, which will feature contests in 16 states. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Fire crews battled a grass fire in the 23,000 block of Prairie Creek Road, close to Derby Tuesday. Crews from Douglas, Mulvane, and Rose Hill assisted in battling that place. Around 30 acres of pasture burned in Reno County, west of Pretty Prairie. The Reno County Task Force was assisted by crews from three additional fire districts. There were no injuries and no damage to structures reported. A fire in East Seward County damaged five homes, and two firefighters were hospitalized with minor <coughs> with minor injuries Monday. Fire crews found five residential structures fully involved. A Wichita man has pleaded guilty to charges of stealing a car with children inside in 2022. 32-year-old Tyler Kirkhart was handed an 83-month prison sentence for aggravated endangering a child and felony theft. Previous parole violations were added to bring the total to nearly seven years. Police said that a 26-year-old woman was putting air into a tire at a quick trip near 31st and South Seneca when Kirkhart got into her vehicle and drove off with her three-year-old daughter and infant son in their car seats. Dan O'Neill. KNSS News. The Wichita City Council sat down for a workshop Tuesday discussing several topics. The council discussed their state and federal legislative agendas, including issues like homelessness and passenger rail service. The city hopes to receive $2.4 million in federal funding for improvements at Kellogg and Eisenhower Parkway. The council also learned about the positive economic impact of the city's cultural arts. Randy Cohen with Americans for the Arts 
told the council. Arts and culture, $184.7 million industry right here in Wichita. This is not statewide. This is your Wichita number. The arts also supported over 2,900 jobs locally in a wide range of industries. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The power was disconnected again Tuesday at Wichita's Town West Square after the owners, Cohan Retail Investment Group, had fallen delinquent on the electricity bill again. Stephanie Merritt is a founder and executive director of ICT Food Rescues. Based in Town West Square, she was at Wichita City Hall Tuesday discussing ARPA funding her organization received from the city. She explained the impact of her business with the power out. If it does not, we will lose um, five freezer fulls like the one that you saw that are simply meals that we could have served our community. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Evergy said the larger stores at the mall have separate accounts that are in good standing and the lights were still on. This is the fourth time Town West has had power disconnected since last September. Power was restored later Tuesday. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Steve's the of the morning, KNSS, 6.08 here on this uh, Wednesday morning, February 28th. 17 degrees now, wind chill zero. Out-of-control Texas wildfires have shut down a nuclear weapons facility and prompted evacuation orders in small towns across the state's rural panhandle. The blazes were fueled by strong winds, dry grass, and unseasonably warm temperatures. The Texas A&M Forest Service says the largest fire has already burned nearly 400 square miles. It remained 0% contained late Tuesday. Officials at the Pantex facility that disassembles nuclear weapons say non-essential personnel have been evacuated and crews were poised to fight any fires if they got too close. Several Missouri bus drivers are rallying on behalf of a black mechanic. Mechanic Amin Mitchell says he found a noose at his workstation last week. He believes it was placed there to send a racist message and intimidate him after an argument with a manager over concerns that some bus breaks were inadequate. Mitchell's company provides bus service for the St. Louis School District. At least 100 drivers stopped working in a show of support for Mitchell. Many parents had to make other plans to get their children to and from school Tuesday. Missouri Central School Bus is hiring an independent investigator to review the alleged news incident. Tom Graham, Fox News. A 32-year-old illegal migrant from Venezuela is charged with crimes involving a 14-year-old girl. Authorities say the incident happened last month in the Lynchburg, Virginia area, about 180 miles outside Washington, D.C. The suspects identified as Renzo Mendoza Montes. The felony charges he's facing, carnal knowledge of a child without force, taking indecent liberties with a minor. On Fox's America Reports, Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares blamed lax Biden border policies. These are the most preventable of violent crimes. It's somebody that has been apprehended, and because of the Biden administration, they just let them go into our country. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. A Washington state man accused of helping kill more than 3,000 birds intends to plead guilty to illegal wildfire tracking and uh, wildlife tracking and other criminal charges. Prosecutors allege that Travis John Branson killed about 3,600 of the birds during a years-long killing spree on the Flathead Indian Reservation in Montana and elsewhere. He's also accused of selling eagle parts on a black market that has been a long-running problem for wildlife officials. 
Illegal shootings are a leading cause of Golden Eagle deaths, according to a recent government study. A second suspect remains at large. John Saucier, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic conditions this morning. It's a lot colder out there today than it has been. So as far as traffic conditions are concerned, that's something you got to watch for. Uh, we do already have little bit of a traffic issue. Traffic volumes are still pretty light, but we have a stalled-out vehicle. It's eastbound Kellogg right around Hydraulic, so pretty close to I-135 there. And we also have the report of a stalled-out vehicle northbound I-135, pretty close to the ramp from Pawnee. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yesterday we hit 80 for the high in Wichita, and that set another record high. But what a difference a day makes. The cold start to the morning. We'll have some sunshine, breezy with a high 44 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight as high pressure builds in. Our low 28, breezy and 53 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And now we have a few clouds and 17 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour, giving us a wind chill of zero. Stephen Ted of the morning on this Wednesday morning, February 28th, 2024. Clouds, wind, cooler temperatures across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high, as you heard, was 80 degrees, a new record for the day. Normal high 52. We had a north wind gust of 51 miles per hour recorded near Eisenhower Airport yesterday. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Quite a bit different this morning, huh? A little bit. Whoa. Uh, that north wind is is a biter. It's 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 tough. We're not even close to. I checked it out. To, we're not even close to the record close for this date. Of course, it's February. We're just accustomed to this great weather we've been having. National Weather Service tells me the actual record low for this date is zero. That was oh. in 1898. So we're not even we're not even going to get close to that. Well, good. I don't think this is cold enough for this, me. Yeah, this will do. This will do. On this date in 2013. Benedict XVI became the first pope in 600 years to resign, ending an eight-year pontificate. Benedict was succeeded the following month by Pope Francis. 2013. Supervisors in San Francisco normally uh, formally apologized Tuesday to African Americans and their descendants for the city's role in perpetuating racism and discrimination. The African-American Reparations Advisory Committee also proposed that every eligible black adult receive a $5 million lump sum cash payment and a guaranteed income of nearly $100,000 a year to remedy San Francisco's deep racial wealth gap. Supervisor Dean Preston represents the historically black Fillmore neighborhood, which was raised in the last century and resulted in the displacement of residents there. He said that some leaders who back the apology still want to build unaffordable housing for mostly wealthy white people on the public land. So quite an issue going on in San Francisco. $100,000 a year for, uh, well, I guess because uh, because of your race. And where's that money coming from? The other people, all the people. It won't come from just whites. It'll come from blacks as well. So, (laughs) Wow. I, I have a personal disagreement with that. I, I don't think it's right, and I don't think it's going to go anywhere. San Francisco's been talking about it for months. I'll bet it doesn't go anywhere. Wendy's is looking to test 
having the prices of the menu items fluctuate throughout the day based on demand. Implementing a strategy that has already taken hold with ride-sharing companies and ticket sellers. During a conference call earlier this month, Wendy's CEO Kirk Tanner said the Dublin, Ohio-based burger chain will start testing dynamic pricing, also known as surge pricing, as early as next year. Wendy's also plans to invest about $20 million to launch digital menu boards at all of its U.S. company-run restaurants by the end of next year. So much for serving the customer fairly and consistently when the customer wants the product. Yeah, they uh, hotels do this too, surge pricing. Mm-hmm. Tails wag the dog. And let me tell you something. When you're talking about ride shares, hotels, anything that has dynamic pricing like that, the one thing customers hate the most is the dynamic pricing. Oh, yeah. It's, so this is incred- not going to work. It's incredibly one-sided by people who say, hey, when can we make more money from these stupid clowns? That's what businesses do. They make money. I don't go to Wendy's, so I won't anymore. (laughs) I thought they stopped making a good product about 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, you you, you like to go to, if you go to a fast food hamburger place, at certain times of the day, you will get a really nice, fresh meal. At other times of the day, you get something that's been on the shelf for a couple of hours. Yeah. Talk about not consistent. Mm. You've been doing surge product for a long time. Uh, All right. We're going to do some surge radio right now because people are Remember wanting. Remember when fast food used to be kind of affordable? Yeah, I you do. Could, you could go to Wendy's and get a combo meal for like seven or eight bucks. Now it's like thirteen bucks. Listen, I've stopped going to fast food. Pl- I'm not paying thirteen bucks for a burger and a drink. I remember the $0.15 hamburger, partner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Those times are long gone. Uh, well, there's two of us go. Shelly and I going through the back, the McDonald's, getting the one and two. It's going to be to break the better part of a $20 bill mm-hmm. easily. Yep. So, yeah, it's fast food, but it's not cheap. Used fast food. <laughs> that used to be the connotation was that it was affordable and fast. Yeah. Now, I'm like, mm. convenient. It is convenient. That's why people still do it. Yeah. All right, well, here we are, Stephen Ted, looking out for the for the best interests of the consumer. Six seventeen now. It's time for affordable surging sports with there you Ted go. Woodward. Take it away, Ted. We have college men's basketball tonight for the Shockers, Wichita State on the road, visiting the fourth place team in the conference, heading down to Alabama to face UAB. Shocks are a seven and a half point underdog heading into this one. Shocks have lost nine straight road games, trying to get one more road game, Ooh. road win before the season wraps up. Shockers, uh, here's Shocker head coach Paul Mills. He says, you know what UAB does? They want to get you in the offense, and they want you to foul them. So they go to the free throw line. Andy Kennedy, when they were playing Memphis, um, ESPN mic'd him up, and so he's talking um, during uh, an entire media uh, from the, let's say, the 16-minute to the 12-minute. And he said, where but he's telling everybody who's listening on the broadcast the play he's about to run. He said, this play's about to get us a foul. And I was like, wow. How many plays do you have in your playbook to go to the free throw line? He's like, this is a downhill play to get us to the free throw line. And you just realize that that's kind of their mentality. So that's what the, the Blazers are looking for. The Shockers have never lost to the Blazers. 4-0 all time. In fact, the Shocks have only visited Birmingham once ever. That was 41 years ago. And the Shockers won that game. The big star that night was Aubrey Sherrod. Hey, how about All right. that? Here we go. The Shockers and UAB, Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull begin their pregame coverage at 6 o'clock. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. Listen live to the Shocks on the road on 103.7 KEYN.
Last night up in Lawrence, 7th-ranked Kansas hosting BYU. And KU had a 12-point lead early in the second half and let it get away. BYU, from 12 down, came back to beat the Jayhawks by 8 points, 76-68 in front of 16,000 in Allen Fieldhouse. Shocking win for BYU because that snaps the 19-game home win streak for Kansas. They have not lost at home this season. Oh, they did last night. BYU making its first visit into Lawrence in 52 years, and the Cougars get the win. And then you look at some of the numbers. KU missed 12 free throws and three-pointers. BYU made 13. KU only made three. There's your difference. Yeah. Long-range shoot. Jayhawks now 21-7 and on the season, still tied for third place in the Big 12 Conference. Juco men's basketball tonight over at the Power Plant in El Dorado, 19th-ranked Butler Community College hosting Pratt. Butler men on a five-game winning streak, now 22-5 and on the season. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Grizzlies at 7.15 this evening. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team is home tonight at Coke Arena, 6 o'clock tip-off, hosting SMU on the annual Play for K Pink game for breast cancer awareness. Shocker ladies home tonight, 6 o'clock, Coke Arena. Wichita State baseball is on the road today, heading down to Tulsa. And that'll wrap up a seven-game streak to begin the season away from Wichita. Shockers and Oral Roberts. Shocks lost all three against the Golden Eagles last season. Shane Dennis and Denning Gehrig will have the call of Shocker Baseball 245 this afternoon. You can listen live over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. High school basketball. We are into the sub-state semifinals action last night. Good matchup in Class 5A boys. Andover Central hosting Emporia. Both teams with 13 wins on the season. What a first-round matchup that was. Andover Central wins it close, 48-45. Andover Central boys are into the sub-state finals with a record of 14-7. and seven. And tonight we've got a sub-state semifinal action for the 5A girls. Cape of Mount Carmel hosting Hutchinson, both with 12 wins on the season. And uh, Salina South is at Valley Center. Valley with 13 wins on the season, and both those teams have winning records. We've got some good uh, sub-state matchups tonight in high school basketball action around the state. Sports brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation. Located in Northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Your body and your brain are more connected than you think. That's coming up with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Hackensage, Ted Woodward. 6.30 here on this Wednesday morning and 17 degrees. President Biden and former President Donald Trump won their respective primary elections in Michigan. Fox's Brett Baer has details. If you look a little closer into some of these counties, here's Macomb County. This is kind of the working class. This is the home to traditional Reagan Democrats. It is now Trump country. Some of these other counties, Oakland County, again, a big spread. If you go over to Washtenaw County, this is home to University of Michigan. If there was going to be a county in which Nikki Haley was going to succeed, it was going to be in this, one of the biggest Democrat strongholds. And even there, there's a spread. President Biden took at least 80% of the vote in the primary on the Democrat side. 
while former President Trump collected at least 67% of the Republican vote. One person was injured and a farm home was destroyed in a grass fire in Kearney County near Lincoln on Monday afternoon. Firefighters battled gusty winds in excess of 30 miles per hour, as well as extremely rugged terrain, making it difficult to contain the fire. Kansas Forestry Service will use electronic equipment to measure how many acres were burned. Authorities say a teen fleeing from police in Garden City caused a crash involving six vehicles. It happened just before 1.30 Monday afternoon at Kansas Avenue and Center Street in Garden City. The Kansas Highway Patrol reports that a Ford Mustang was eastbound at a high rate of speed when the 18-year-old driver ran a red light, striking a northbound Nissan sedan. The Mustang also struck a Ford Focus, which then hit a Ford Fusion. The Mustang also struck a GMC pickup, which in turn struck a Chevy Cruze. The driver and the two juveniles inside were ejected from the vehicle. They were transported to a hospital. Five other people were also hospitalized, including a 37-year-old man and a 75-year-old woman with suspected serious injuries. Garden City Police say the 18-year-old driver was fleeing law enforcement following a reported aggravated assault where he discharged a firearm into the air. Formal charges are pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. A Junction City man charged in the shooting death of a woman in southeast Wichita last week. 38-year-old Dennis Alcox was charged with first-degree murder and criminal possession of a firearm in connection to the death of 26-year-old Adriana Hidalgo on February 22nd. Alcox remains jailed on $1.5 million bond. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News plans are moving forward to construct a new state psychiatric hospital at Meridian and MacArthur in southwest Wichita. As of right now, that's exactly the direction we're heading. We feel confident in that. The governor's office has also indicated that they that is a go, and we're moving forward with architectural designs. Beatty commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Head in the morning on KNSS. Disney is facing a lawsuit in a wrongful death case. Jeffrey Piccolo is accusing Disney of negligence. He's seeking more than $50,000 in the death of his wife, a doctor at NYU Langone Medical Center in Manhattan. The couple and Piccolo's mother had dinner at Raglan Road Irish Pub at Disney Springs on October 5th of last year. Piccolo says they questioned the waiter about various items on the menu because his wife had a severe allergy to nuts and dairy products. After finishing dinner, the doctor and her mother-in-law went shopping when she collapsed to the floor and self-administered an EpiPen. She was taken to a hospital where she died. A medical examiner's investigation determined she died as a result of anaphylaxis due to elevated levels of dairy and nuts in her system. Lisa Lacera, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The blast of Arctic air that followed this frontal boundary yesterday sent wind chills into the single digits here this morning. We expect to be sunny with temperatures in the upper 30s by noontime, 44 later on this afternoon. Clear tonight, Tello 28. It'll be mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow with a high 53. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a few clouds and 17 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 29 miles per hour giving us a wind chill of zero at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. 6.34, Steve attended the morning and uh, on this uh, February 28th, on this date in 1972, President Richard M. Nixon and Chinese Premier Zhou Enlai issued the Shanghai Communique, which called for normalizing relations between their countries at the conclusion of Nixon's historic visit to China. 
Things have gone downhill now for the past 40 years. It's a pretty big deal at the time. No, at the time it was huge. Was, uh, of course, Nixon got to Congress uh, basically because he was an anti-communist and a virile anti-communist. And uh, then all of a sudden, as he gets, as he gets to be president, hey, we got to at least be friendly with these people. Try to win them over with our American charm. The owners of a- what could the world accomplish if U.S. and Russia and China were all friendly and on the same page? I don't know. Wouldn't that be a great world? It, it, that's it's yeah. not going to happen. I know, but yeah. it's not anytime soon. I no, don't. It doesn't seem like it. The owners of a quirky 18th-century British pub bulldozed after a mysterious fire last year were ordered Tuesday by a local council to rebuild it and to stick to its original lopsided dimensions. The watering hole, known as the Crooked House, for its leaning walls and tilting foundation, favored by many locals in the village of Himley, central England, gutted by a fire and subsequently demolished last August. The pub, originally built as a farmhouse in 1765, started sinking on one side, a result of extensive coal mining in the area. So it was lopsided, and they wanted built back uh, city council the same way. Which, Jeff, don't go ahead. Wasn't there... There's always been some like weird, oblong houses in the U.S. that used to be tourist attractions. You don't hear about them much. Wasn't there one in Arkansas yep. that was wacky? And there was one in California, I think, that was wacky. And they was they would charge people to come in. And the one in uh, at uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. When I was a seven years old, we went in there. They called a Gravity House, and everything was so interesting because they got water to go uphill, or looked like it was going uphill, and. A smaller person was taller at the other. It was it was pretty interesting. I don't remember exactly all of it, but uh, yeah, they called it the Gravity House. That's yeah, we ought to have one of those here. That'd be fun, wouldn't have? Yeah, I don't know who would know how to do it, but uh, if you know, put it together, put it in exploration. Oh, it'd be a natural exploration place. It sure would be. It'd be a fun exhibit, a Gravity House. All right, uh, six thirty-six this morning, and again, if you were interested in the. Record low temperature for this date. It's it's 17 right now. We're not even close. Record low is zero. Set back in 1898. Whoa, long time ago. A long time ago. It's uh, 637 now. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. The feeder cattle futures Tuesday traded and closed mixed on an inside trading session, while the live cattle futures traded two-sided and closed negative. Now, Monday, our cold storage report showed the beef stocks were lower than a month ago and lower than a year ago, and beef stocks versus a year ago have declined now for the past 12 straight months and are the smallest January beef stocks since 2014. Now, lean hog futures traded two-sided with some new highs for the move to the upside, and also some more new contract highs. On the close yesterday, April live cattle, 37 cents lower at 187.72. April feeders up a nickel at 258.95. And April lean hogs down 37 cents at 85.90. Now, new highs for the week were made for the wheat, corn, and soybean futures yesterday. Only the soybean and soybean meal futures closed on the negative side. An unknown destination in a flash sale bought 123,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans yesterday. And negative trading has returned overnight in our grain complex. At the moment, May Kansas City wheat down nine and a quarter cents at five seventy six and a half. May corn's unchanged at four twenty.
23 and a half. May soybeans down a quarter of a penny at 11.40 and a half. April crude oil down 80 cents at 78.07. April gold trading $5.70 lower at 2,038.40. The March S&P is down 16 and a half points at 5,073. The March dollar index 25 cents higher 104. And March Dow Jones futures 117 points lower at 38,898. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Happened to be outdoors yesterday afternoon when that wind uh, came up and the wind changed around to the north. Woo-hoo. It got brutal there for a while, and it's pretty ugly this morning. Did you? Were you out yesterday at all, Tom? Yeah, I went out just a little bit after that wind change, and you're right. It really... I. I went out with not enough coat on. Yeah. Had to yeah. go back in and get another coat to stay warm, even though I was working outside. Well, Shelly and I were running some errands, going to the store here, a couple of stores, and, and uh, yeah, we got caught. I had a little shirt on over my T-shirt, but not much, and it, it, it was brutal. But the other thing is it's really not that bad for this time of year, but it's because we've had spring here for about two or three weeks, I think. Well, that's right. Just like yesterday, we had a high here of 81 degrees, and this morning we've had a low now of 15 and a half. Yeah, and our high in Wichita was 80, and that set a record for the date. And now we're down to 17. Wow. All right, well, you know, it's, it's part of living in this part of the world, and uh, we'll get better again. we got some, some hellacious wildfires. You know, I've got some spotty. We're talking about some spotty ones in Kansas, not too big. But they, apparently there's a pretty big one down in the panhandle of mm-hmm. Texas and another big one in Oklahoma. Yes. But uh, have you ever been yes. to West Texas? You ever been to Amarillo and Lubbock and around there? I never have. Mule Shoe, Tulia, there's some big cities over there. <laughs> <laughs> my wife lived in Lubbock for a time, and after we were first married, we would go down there and visit my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. And uh, I've been there a couple of times. And it, it, Lubbock's a, a real neat town. Uh, but, boy, you're, you're right at the bottom of that uh, area that's just flat as it can be. Got a little cotton in there. And uh, a few Texans, and that's about it, you know. <laughs> so, but it's flat. It's flat. You get something and dry. You get something burning. It could it could burn a long time. There's nothing to stop it. All right, sir. Uh, have a good one. Stay warm. Put on an extra big old uh, flannel shirt, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow morning. All right. Okie doke. Thank you, Tom. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Scams targeting service members. Okay. That's on the way. All right. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 646 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three 
Electric power shut off for non-payment at Town West Square. Again. Two. A windy day brings several more wildfires to central Kansas. One. President Biden and Donald Trump, winners in the Michigan primary. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. The traffic volumes are picking up right now, seeing some heavier traffic on Wichita's highways out there. And we've got a stalled-out vehicle. Watch for a slowdown eastbound Kellogg right around Hydraulic. And, of course, pretty close to I-135 there on eastbound Kellogg. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny, breezy, and cooler today with a high of 44 degrees. After yesterday's record high of 80, mostly clear and cool tonight, the overnight low 28. Thursday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high back up to 52 degrees. Now, a few clouds, 17 degrees. North wind gusting to 29 miles per hour. The wind chill is zero at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hatman Jacks, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With a change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jacks is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Netflix ends its partnership with Apple Pay. Fox on Jack. Another giant company stops doing business with Apple Pay, and it might affect what you watch on your TV. Netflix will no longer allow subscriptions via Apple's iTunes, meaning anyone who has been paying for their Netflix sub via iTunes might find themselves cut off from the streaming platform, and that could mean the end of certain subscription pricing for those folks, normally $9.99 a month for ad-free streaming TV and movies. This seems to be affecting subscribers from both the U.S. and from Canada. Now, if you want to keep your Netflix, you'll need to pay them directly and choose your service tier. Netflix feud with Apple is a long one, but not a unique one. Netflix avoided adding in-app subscriptions in its apps for Apple products, claiming the 30% Apple demanded was too high. Companies like Amazon have had their issues with Apple Pay just the same. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Let's take a look at what happened on Wall Street Tuesday. It was a mixed finish for the major averages as investors digested another crop of earnings reports and await data on the Fed's preferred inflation measure. Utilities and tech were among the gainers, while energy and health care lagged. Shares of Norwegian Cruise Line sailed higher. The cruise operator posted a wider-than-expected fourth-quarter loss, but its upbeat outlook set the stock up 20%. Constellation Energy stock rose over 16%, as investors shrugged off a quarterly loss and focused on strong guidance and a dividend boost. The Dow winners, Home Depot, Apple, and Disney. The Dow decliners, United Health Group, Amgen, and McDonald's. The Dow falling 97 points. The Nasdaq up 59. S&P 500 up 9. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Scams targeting mm. service members. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, uh, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Steve. Kind of cold out there. And Ted. Yeah. It is it's it's, definitely chilly I'm gonna, out I'm there. I've got a brain freeze going. Oh, man, man. Well, you know, you know, throughout the decades, affinity groups have been the targets of scams. And what is affinity fraud? Well, it generally includes investment scams that prey upon members of an identifiable group. This includes the elderly, ethnic communities, religious or professional groups. 
It's often easier to fool groups that may have an opinion leader who may be coerced into helping pull in more like-minded victims. Uh, Members of the military are not exempt. Early reports show that in 2023, military families filed filed almost 140,000 scam and fraud complaints. There were nearly 40,000 reports of ID theft. The FTC projects that many are not reported. So it could be twice that. Military members have, you know, they move a lot and they change their addresses much more than other Americans because of getting different duty stations. They encounter many more transactions because of those moves, particularly with real estate, automobile purchases, travel and banking. Each each transaction can leave them at risk for ID theft. Military members report ID theft at nearly twice the rate of civilians. Con artists pose an official government agencies uh, posing as uh, an official government agency or military personnel. Some claim to offer military discounts. They do not share, uh, or I'm asking, do not share your personal or financial information. Always question somebody with an entity requesting your banking information. This also happens through phishing emails, trying to trick you into revealing social security numbers, passwords, and credit card uh, numbers. Imposter scams include an online store that you may frequent, sending you a text about a gift card or reward that, that all you have to do is click on a link. You might have won something. Imposters pose as utilities, banks, credit issuers, Social Security Administration, the DMV, and even the IRS. They may tell you that your account is frozen or you'll go to jail if you if you don't make a payment now. Don't fall for it. These are just a few of the ways that crooks work to get money from members of our military. They'll, they'll often tug at your heartstrings with romance scams, grandparent scams, and catfish schemes. Also, watch out for job, real estate, and car sales ripoffs. If it seems odd, it probably is. If scammed, make sure you report it to your command and to the FTC. And, of course, if you have any questions on this, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Quite a departure from yesterday, weather-wise. Oh, yes. You can go back to the cliches. Hey, it's Kansas. What do you expect? You can never expect anything. You. Uh, that's a good yeah. point. Just when you start getting used to those 80-degree weathers, I was, you know, getting out the Speedo and yeah. dusting it off, going to put that baby on, and maybe if not. If you've lived here for a while, you uh, understand it. Every now and then we'll have a 40-degree difference in temperature from one day to the next. Yeah, like yeah. the cliche is you don't like the weather? Wait a few hours. Wait a few hours. Yeah, well, you know, the puppy, you have to take him outside. You know, we're, we're oh, yeah. potty training him right now. And, right. Uh, it's, uh, it's not bad for him. He doesn't mind going out. It's me. You know, I don't want to he's, put he's on a got jacket. A, he's now. wearing a fur coat. Well, he he know, is. So he is. Go. He just rolls over. And... You know, the uh, the key ingredient to the perfect breakfast, which we never we never get one around here, uh, on this day is you get yourself a mouth-watering stack toward heaven because it's National Pancake Day. Oh, National yes, Kansas Day. Celebrated annually in the spring and since beginning its first celebration in 2006, IHOP restaurants have raised over $24 million to support charities and the communities in which they operate. So IHOP's pretty much behind National Pancake Day. 
But uh, do you have your mom uh, fix pancakes when you were little? Well, my mom did, but you know, the, my favorite thing was waking up on a weekend morning, and my dad was out there with his apron on, and he'd make us Mickey Mouse pancakes. Nice, Mickey you know, Mouse. with the with the nose and mm-hmm. the ears, and and uh, yeah, he he was pretty good at that it. That sounds I, pretty entertaining. Yeah. yeah, then you'd put a couple strawberries on the eyes, and and mm. just ruin it all by eating it. <laughs> How about Edible you, Ted? Dad, what's your favorite part of the pancake? I, my favorite part, is, I think, is the syrup and butter more than even even the pancake. I'm a chocolate chip pancake chocolate guy. Chocolate chip. Ooh. All right, well, there you go. How about wow. uh, how about syrup? You know, that some of the restaurants, they used to have like three or four different kinds of syrup, like strawberry, yeah. boysenberry. Boysenberry is pretty damn tasty. Mm, okay. Yeah. I was just meant for, for maple. Maple's good. The, the Maple's good. That's a standard. Right. Or, well. or, 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 squeeze a little fresh lemon. And then put some uh, powdered sugar on top of that. Nice. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to remember that next time I have a pancake, which I've eaten about one in the past seven years. So yeah. maybe with pancake day, maybe we'll go get some pancakes. They fill me up. All right. The recipe for Don Grant's lemonade pancakes. Lemonade. <laughs> Way to go, Don. Hey, when you got lemons. Stay warm. It's uh, Thanks, guys. Coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. Biden and Trump win the Michigan primary. And firefighters battle wildfires across Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas. That's on the way. Top of the hour news. Stephen Head in the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Man. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.